Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode three of La Vida de Karen. Today, we are doing something spontaneous, which is why I haven't posted an episode is because I was kind of waiting to get inspired. Um, There's a lot of things that I want to make podcasts about, but I just haven't really felt like I've recorded a couple and then I've deleted them because I just didn't like how they turned out and I want to post something that is very like genuine and real but I also want to like it and not just post whatever crap just to get stuff out there. Um, I've also been having a hard time staying out of the funk that COVID has brought so um, I have been taking care of myself and I've been relying on my husband to kind of like pull me out of the the deep waters. So today we're going to talk about, and this is news to my husband, but you'll find that he's not upset at all. He's actually pretty excited. Um, so I literally just told him three minutes ago, we should do a podcast on the fact that I've officially decided I'm not going to go back to school. So let's get going first of all do you want to say anything because nice to be back it's nice to be invited back on the podcast i I missed you guys (laughs) i didn't mean like repeat yourself i just didn't know if you wanted to say anything else oh no that's it How, how do you feel since i told you that i officially don't want to go back to school a little relieved, to be honest with you, because uh, college is a waste of time, kids. So, Alan and I met in Millersville, um, and you graduated, right? I say so. Yeah, you say you graduated. Did you graduate? Yeah. <laughs> I at least give him crap about that, but <sighs> if you didn't know, Alan barely graduated because he bullshit his way through. He was focused and like looking back it makes sense but he was more focused on actually trying to run businesses that school was not a priority um currently he owns he owns we own we own what's yours is mine and we're married we own a pretty successful company um very successful for how young it is um my husband has also been featured in yahoo news and yahoo finance and two other online articles right i forget the names of them um so i'm very very proud of him and it wasn't easy though how many tries did it take you before you were able to have this one be successful like four or five failed companies I'd say I mean like legit companies like if you count like all the other like little little ones uh, a bunch over ten yeah so he has for a very long time tried to start a business and most of the times they've failed and 
it's amazing to me because I'm the type of person where if something fails like once or twice I get very discouraged so the fact that he kept trying and that's kind of why we're we're at where we're at um so I really admire him and it's a trait of his that I've always you know I've fell in love with his passion and his ambition (laughs) now that we're actually married it's kind of a double-edged sword because marriage is hard that's a topic that you guys really want us to discuss but I feel like it's so hard to go into detail about why marriage is hard because there's like 300 million billion reasons so I feel like we might just start doing little segments of like on today's episode of why marriage is hard but um it's very hard to be married to someone who doesn't have a nine to five and who owns their own business and who is an entrepreneur and I'm not talking about and if this offends you I really don't care um I'm not talking about someone who is part of an MLM multi-level marketing company network marketing and you you know you're selling it works so you're selling something else and you're calling yourself an entrepreneur because I quite frankly now being married to one I think it's very offensive because first of all oh I just can't even I don't even want to get into it but that is not being an entrepreneur um you're not uh, MLMs are just so bad but anyway, you're not an entrepreneur. Um, but being married to an actual entrepreneur is very challenging because uh, I don't even know how to explain it. But Alan brought up to me the other day, a couple months ago, actually. Can you shut our dog up? Lemon, stop. Uh, this article that he came across and it said that people that are entrepreneurs are very similar what was it like neuro neurologically like their brain the brain of an entrepreneur is wired very very similarly to someone with was it bipolar or multiple personalities you're gonna have to speak up because i didn't move the mic to you (laughs) i think it's multiple personality yeah i think that's what it was it was very interesting um And he was like, you should read this because I think it's pretty accurate. And I think it is 100% true. Um, Not in a bad way. But for example, like I do find that Alan is very conflicted at all times. Um, Like one part of him wants to do this. The other part of him wants to do that. And I'll kind of let him explain more about that article and why we think it's accurate. Because obviously, who knows better than him? So, No, but you told me before, you said like, because one part of me wants to do this and the other part of me wants it. So just like elaborate on that a little bit. Like the different parts of you that are always conflicting or like wanting to do different things. Like one part of you wants to grow. One part of you thinks that you're amazing. One part of you thinks that you're not doing enough or. Should I pull up the article? Pull up the article and I'll keep talking so that this podcast isn't three hours long. But anyway, so I went off into a tangent. So, um, yeah, being married to someone like that is very challenging and just marriage 
is challenging on its own and then a baby and then COVID. So, but so he bullshit his way through college. He didn't really care. And I kind of understand why. (laughs) So I've always said if I would, um, I don't regret anything because everything that I've done has brought me to where I am today and I'm very happy, but I've always had a lot of conflicting emotions on going to college and the main reason that I went to college or that I wanted to even go is because I'm Hispanic. I've said this several times. I'm Mexican and if you don't go to college, you're not going to be successful. That is the mindset that we have and I get it because our parents work so hard to come here to give us a better life, but I completely disagree. Um, In fact, I would go as far as saying if you're going to college, like (laughs) you're almost doomed. Very rare occasions does it, are you able to be successful? Um, So and I don't want to say doomed, but like, I just want to be real. I just want to be honest because I know there's a couple people that are younger that do follow me and I also are Hispanic and I know their parents are saying the same thing. Like you need to go, you need to get a degree, you need to be this successful woman, X, Y, and Z. And so, like I said, I was very conflicted from the get go because I, from the beginning, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I just knew that I wanted to do something in business. And I kind of just thought, okay, well, I'll just sign like a good company and work there and like work my way up. I still don't know what I want to do. I took a bunch of tests. Um, I asked guidance counselors. I literally asked so many people to guide me, to tell me what I would be good at, to tell me what to do because I had no idea, no idea. Um, all throughout high school, I was very, I wasn't the smartest person ever, but I was good in school. I was smart. Um, I had a very good memory and so I took all like pre-AP honors, a couple AP classes, and I thought that that would prepare me for college. I, you know, did everything by the book, basically. And then I got to college and I struggled so badly, so badly that I almost flunked out my first semester. Um, And it really hit my self-esteem so hard because that's not the type of student that I was. And here I am, like my first loan ever, the most I've ever taken out for school was $26,000 and I almost flunked out my first semester and I was devastated. Um, obviously after that it was better, but then I knew somebody else who at the time didn't care about school, had C's, was an academic the entire time and they did great at college. And it just made me so angry because here I am doing everything right. Um, this person knew what they wanted to do. Uh, they were doing great and I just, I was angry. (laughs) So I finished my first semester and I think after that I decided, I don't even know if I want to do this. It was very hard to admit that because once again, I have my parents breathing down my neck out of well intentions, but wanting me to get a degree. And 
from my mom's perspective, I think it was just so that she could tell her friends that I had a degree. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I took a semester off and I went to work for Allstate and I got licensed to sell insurance. I could do property and casualty, which also had to do with commercial. I built my little way up because nobody wanted to talk to me. I was young. I was a woman. And so I had to build my clientele. And then I was working a nine to five. I essentially had a career. I could have made that a career, but it wasn't what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. So I went back to school and then eventually, um, for other reasons, I just kind of left that job and I once again was stuck like, what am I doing? What do I want to do? I'm working towards this career and working towards this degree. I still have no idea what I'm going to do. So, and then I just kind of thought, okay, originally I wanted to work for a good company and it just wasn't... it wasn't making sense. Long story short, I finished three years of college and I have one more year left before I would finish my degree. And after I got married, I always said that I was going to go back to school. I ended up getting pregnant. I said I would go back to school. Had COVID not hit, I probably would still be going back to school. Alan did not really want me to go back to school. My parents 100% want me to go back to school. Um, but Alan was supportive and my parents, they don't know that I'm not going to go back to school. So that'll be fun. But anyway, um, I just cannot fathom the thought of me going into more debt and keep in mind, I've been paying out of pocket for the last three years. Um, but It just truly sickens me how much money I, how much debt I've been into seeing my friends, like how much debt they've gone into just to kind of live this lifestyle of your refund check. You get to live away from home. Um, You get to like go out and party and drink and this and that. So it's just, it's just not. It's something that everyone looks forward to, but then at the end of the day, if you're not getting an amazing job, it's so expensive and you're paying so much money on top of debt, on top of interest rates. And so I made the decision and I actually made the decision because yesterday I talked to my friend and I'm not going to say her name because she knows who she is, but... My friend graduated, also from Millersville, and she just told me she hates her job, and she is paying, I believe it was like twelve hundred or twelve hundred to fifteen hundred a month for her student loans a month. That is a mortgage, and I think that's what finally, like that was like my sign where. I've been thinking about not going back and this was like, don't do it. Don't do it. (laughs) Um, so yeah, uh, 
I decided no way, no way, no how I'm not going to do it. Um, I feel like if you're not going to be a lawyer and a doctor or a nurse or something that you have to go to school for, you shouldn't be going to college. There is this thought process that you just go to college and you figure it out. And in the process, you have so much debt and like, I don't know. I just, I don't think you should do it. And even then, like I used to want to be a lawyer. Um, I looked up how long it would take me all the schooling and I was like, oh my gosh. And then I looked up and realistically, unless you have good connections or unless you move to like a very like good city, it's very hard to be super successful and I don't know I just that discouraged me um I do have a friend who is gonna be an immigration lawyer I'm pretty sure she's gonna be an immigration lawyer but I'm so happy for her and I'm so proud of her um I think she's gonna be amazing whatever she decides to do but I couldn't do it I I just I know myself and I don't 100% know where I'm going to go from here since I've decided I'm not going to go to school. I think I'd like to start my own business. Um, once Lila is a little bit older, but yeah, I'm not going to go back to school, guys. There's so many jobs that are in the technical field. Is that what it is, the technical field? I'm really tired. No, I don't think they're called blue collar, like HVAC, trade. trade jobs, trade jobs, HVAC and um, electrical and all of that. And you can make such a great welding. Oh my gosh. You can make such a great career, not go into debt. They will literally pay you to work for them and teach you for free. And you can be extremely successful. Um, instead of like my own teacher told me. <laughs> this kid graduated from Millersville with a degree in geography and he was a UPS driver so I don't know I won't be going back to school I have no shame in that I have come to accept the fact that if my parents are not happy with that that's okay um it's my life my debt <laughs> so now Alan Alan do you have some thoughts to share because I, before I got pregnant, I was working with him and I was helping him do his, like, um, was it invoicing? Invoicing and some HR billing. And I learned more working for him than I did in school. So that also solidified it to me. But Alan, like, I didn't want to make him right. So I was like, well, I'm going back to school anyway. I only have a year left. I want a degree. Whatever. So anyway, tell us as a business owner, a successful business owner who graduated from Millersville. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> I always give him crap for this, but um, he did graduate from Millersville. Uh, what your thoughts are on college. And if you could tell me about your friends, specifically the lawyer friend that you have, I'd love to hear. I'd love for my small little following to hear. Um, so the entire college system is outdated. It's uh, 
built for the past uh, the whole thing where you stay with a company for 20 years work your way up the career ladder uh, it's just uh, it's dead um, most people uh, included myself when I hire someone I don't really look at whether they have a college degree or not because it's honestly meaningless I've seen some of the stupidest people in the fucking world have uh, college degrees and they're basically good for nothing uh, when you, you really feel. <laughs> when you run a business you need people that are going to be problem solvers some people that think outside the box and uh, what college teaches you is essentially um, textbook perfect problems so uh, when you take a kid that's been learning on textbooks and you put them on the real world uh, they're used to having or solving problems based on having all of the solutions handed to them and the second that they encounter some issues they're not going to perform well and um, that's basically uh, what uh, college teaches you and that's why I don't personally agree with it um, and plus the professors are uh, dumbasses candidly put because um, you can't say his name I had a, a very fun professor in um, in Millersville um, not gonna release his name but uh, he prided himself in being this uh, finance expert um, gaming the system and like being very successful and this guy um, was very proud because he had a million dollars in a retirement account and uh, he was had to be like 60 years old 60 high high 50s early 60s and uh, he was just uh, uh, in my opinion very full of himself and um, I remember going to him for advice once and uh, he basically was like you know I wanted to know how much money I was gonna make when I graduated college because obviously like I was trying to make money so like that's why I went to college but he was like you're gonna make thirty thousand dollars straight out of college like early entry-level job and then you're gonna need to work yourself up like 10 to 15 years I see you making like sixty seventy thousand dollars a year uh, I think he makes like a hundred and twenty being a, a professor so he just didn't really have the mindset and I was like that's not what I'm looking for I want to make a hundred two hundred thousand dollars and he was like yeah like good luck that's not gonna happen straight out of college like you need to gain experience you need to work yourself up and then I asked him about investments he essentially said just put the money on a mutual fund and just wait 20 years 30 years and just let it grow uh, which is one of the stupidest things that you can do 
I mean, if you have residual money to put away, but you need to invest it in different ways. But uh, um, yeah, that's that's who we have teaching our our kids, our youth. But um, uh, I remember leaving that conversation and just essentially saying like fuck this like fuck this guy he literally doesn't know his ass from his head I'm not gonna listen to him and um, I went into business like more full force than before and um, yeah uh, I think I uh, straight out of college he said that I wasn't gonna make more than a hundred a hundred thousand a year, and uh, shortly after I broke a hundred thousand a month. Uh, even when I was in college, um, when I went to talk to him to teach him about investing, I was already in business. I already had this little like side hustles, uh, semi like successful businesses, and uh, I was literally uh, I don't know how. I was. Was I nineteen twenty? I don't know. I had a Rolex. I was I literally wore a Rolex and he was wearing a Casio watch. Like a G Shock. So um I think that there's a misconsensus that uh college professors like know it all, um, that they're gonna help, but uh, in reality they're just like frustrated individuals that uh you know, they just teach they teach a theory that they can't apply themselves that's what they're teaching but um i mean when it comes to do something like lawyers doctors yeah i go to college but um it's also a double-edged sword because uh, i have a personal close friend of mine he's a lawyer for a very large government contracting company uh he's making well over six figures a year but uh he drives a, a beat up Honda Civic um lives in a apartment like a tiny little apartment and uh because of his student loans he owns he owes over a hundred thousand dollars in student loans my cigar my cigar shut off anyway so he he basically lives like he's poor because of the student loans and he's like ah, in 10 years I'll pay them off and uh, I'll be good I'm gonna get a new car but he literally just wasted 10 years of his life plus like college I don't know however much you need to be a lawyer uh, so you just basically waste so much time to make a hundred thousand dollars then on the other hand I have a friend who's literally like the stupidest person I've met I'm not gonna say his name but he has an electrical company and this guy is doing like as stupid as he is like fifty thousand dollars a month and he's living it up didn't go to college didn't do anything just basically started a business had that mindset that you don't need college to be successful in life and uh, college teaches you it doesn't teach you anything that you need to know it doesn't teach you how to do taxes it doesn't teach you how to start a business it basically teaches you to obey a boss and like 
listening to someone that's gonna tell you exactly what you need to do it doesn't tell you to like be the person and put you in that leadership position um, that's why most people that leave college often like struggle and uh, yeah like why spend fifty sixty thousand dollars in tuition when you can invest that and have a business but that's another thing weren't you saying that like it's almost impossible to get a loan to start a business but they oh, yeah. hand you money for student loans like it's nothing yeah that's another thing um they'll hand like an inexperienced kid like twenty thousand dollars to go to college on a student loan um and it's impossible to get a loan for a business um and kids will essentially take the 20 you know young like you want to party and everything so you take you take the loan and you just go live it up in college but you don't think about it how you're gonna pay that loan and how much the interest is gonna accrue um after you graduate so essentially you're you know you're you're partying for two years three years and you're repaying that loan and living like you're poor for like five ten years after you graduate so um it's not a it's not a very good system i'd say it's uh it's a broken system and um i mean i wouldn't suggest it i, I didn't take out any student loans uh i just essentially went and like bs my way through but i just didn't didn't accrue any debt um i didn't really i mean i would say i partied but like i i wasn't like i didn't live in college so i didn't like get that experience of like getting drunk in like a, someone's basement with like 50 sweaty people around me uh paying like three dollars for a, a solo cup to get some beer uh i mean i i gave that up but then like i partied and like i would go to like california like new york miami and uh it was just a, like a different like atmosphere to to party and uh i mean i think it was worth it but uh there's also another side of entrepreneurship which is stress but we won't get into that right now uh it's not for everyone uh but let me let me turn you guys back to the the host <laughs> yeah so what he said um and I also wanted to touch on the fact that like I said if you're going to be an engineer you're going to be a lawyer well I guess depending on like what type of lawyer or a doctor or a nurse you probably should go to college and it's worth it for you but like I don't know I just I see it so often that people get pressured into going to college because they're worried about the fact that if not then they're like losers or they're never going to be successful and then you force these people that shouldn't go to college don't like school and they're just like trying to figure out what they want to do while wasting so much money um so it just sucks um i don't know 
I don't know how much more in depth we want to get into it because we don't want to keep this super, super long. But so, yeah, I've officially decided I am not going to go back to college. I am going to start looking at my options and I think I'm going to start my own business. I don't know what that is yet. I just want to be realistic with myself and until Lila is around a year old, I have a very high needs baby. <laughs> so until she's around a year old, um, I'm very limited with the time that I have and given COVID, you know, we're not having family come help us. We're not having like, ideally I would have like a maid come once a week, once a month, have my house deep cleaned. I also really want to have fun redecorating our house and learn more business with my husband once I have the free time before starting my own. But yeah, that's why I'm not going to go back to college. And if you don't want to go to college and you're being pressured to go, no, because at the end of the day, you're going to pay the price, literally. And there's this social, like, oh, like college is so much fun. Like it's kind of like a rich, not a ritual, like a passage of life, but it's not worth it. Um, I moved back home after the first year and it was the best thing I could have done. Uh, I saved so much money. I drove an hour every single day and I don't regret it. I loved it. So do you have any last minute thoughts? No. Would you say that we're going to make Lila go to college? No. No. What if she wants to go to college? She's not going to want to go to college. She's not going to need to go to college. Yeah. Lila has a mutual fund. Didn't you just say mutual funds were not good? What do you mean? You just said mutual funds weren't good. professor. Right. This genius of a professor that's teaching uh, a lot of kids um, said if you want to invest the money that you make, all of the money that you make put it into a mutual fund and wait 20 to 30 years. Right? right. It's a different story if you have money like and you invest it let's say you have like a hundred thousand dollars like ten thousand dollars a month to invest you're gonna send a thousand dollars the minimal amount to that mutual fund and just forget about it right and then you have what nine thousand dollars to invest in like other things that are gonna grow much faster so you want to have a diversified portfolio so right. like Lila's a baby right she's not gonna want to do any high risk She's very conservative in her investments. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she has a mutual fund. So by the time she's like 20 years old, there's going to be like $300,000 in there. And then like she can decide what she wants to do with that. Like she, she can like buy a car, she can buy a house. <laughs> but it's like, it's like whatever, you know, it, it's like money that you just like basically like forget about it and like it's, it's a nice little bonus but like you're not gonna do that as your main as your main investment I see what, you're saying. what about a trust fund what's the difference i think it's essentially the same thing yeah it's just like a large chunk of money i think the only difference with the trust fund is that she needs to have like a certain age 
to withdraw the money as a trust. Oh. But uh, that's different. Another day's conversation. <laughs> well, thanks for clearing up your schedule to talk to us. Cue my eye roll, because you guys can't see. Um, he's smoking a cigar, and I'm outside. And I'm going to go inside now, because... I get bit by mosquitoes so, so badly. But if you don't follow me on Instagram, I just posted a tip where you put makeup on the bump and it will go away. It won't swell and it won't itch. So guys, um, that's it. We're going to wrap it up. Thank you for coming to my third podcast episode. Um, there is still a giveaway going on. I think four people so far have entered it. It's from if you listen to my second episode. So I haven't decided what I'm going to give away. But if you're listening this far, go to my last post and comment what you thought about this episode. Good or bad. We don't care. We don't get offended. Um, Alan will not get offended either because we don't care. Um, But we're curious to hear your thoughts. So just comment and let me know what you liked or what you found interesting or whatever the case may be. All right, guys. Thanks.